your Bulls outcast here. That's Big Dave. That's John. I'm Matt. Uh, appreciate all of you who are hanging out with us for the Bears game as well today. This is a lot of hot miking to do in one day. Uh, and I was I, I I hate the Bears, so let's talk about the Bulls. One of these teams is playoff bound, and one is not. And I I don't even like the fact that the, the, the Bears are playoff bound. So, gentlemen. First of all, John, I feel like we should address that your son, Luca, did not play in this game. How did do you feel play. about that? I get why he didn't play. I get it. I get it. I get why he didn't play. It's it's a weird schedule back-to-back where you're away and then you fly home tomorrow against the Rockets. And those actually matter for, like, tie-breaking playoff purposes. So, like, if you had to sacrifice a game or if you had to sit one, you sit against the Eastern Conference team. I get it. It just stinks that... Porzingis isn't back, and I, and I don't know why. I still think it's a COVID thing. I really do. You think that they were being careful because the Bulls have had some positive tests? Why wouldn't you? What's more valu- What's a more valuable asset to the franchise? Yeah. So, I don't But, I mean, I, I suppose that some of these Bulls players who have now been separated from, you know, Hutch – and Sada, we learned today, also tested positive. And then Lowry and the and Archie, the other two, isolating. I suppose it's possible that some of these players have registered negative tests, um, and you know, like the incubation stage or whatever. But I feel like the league is taking every precaution they can to prevent the spread to go through a whole locker room. It's true, but it's also in the bubble. There were zero cases, and we're ten days in, and the Clippers are missing five players. This this right now because of a new year's party the bulls are missing five just because they existed in dc like i just think it's i don't i don't really i don't believe i just believe they're going to sit him regardless because it's the weird schedule but also he's not 21 years old why can't he play back to back like what's the deal and what's the deal with Kristoff? how long is he out he's coming back so- I, I i think it's within the next week he's back Oh, okay. He's ready to go. Uh, he like posted a picture from his hotel room in Chicago, and there was like chatter that it was like eye emojis. Like, is he coming back tonight? <laughs> and I was like, no, he's not. Um, <laughs> HM six two nine said we're three and one since Barkley called us the worst team in the league. Okay, take cool. That. Take that, Charles. You beat the Wizards twice, and you beat a Luka and KP was Mavs team. You have more wins. So that, that is my, my next question to both of you gentlemen, and I'll start with you, Dave. Yes, the Bulls just got a win, and we're 3-4 and four on the year now. Yay. We needed 39 points from Zach Levine to beat that team, missing those missing its team, basically, and, and Luka mm-hmm. and Kristaps. Tonight's game and tonight's victory made me feel no differently about where this Bulls team is. I I feel hollow inside. I'm like the fucking Tin Man over here. What do you think? Well, luckily, we got the Wizard talking right now. Big Dave, <laughs> Big Dave Watson, who's going to give you a heart and a brain and courage. Yeah, I ain't got nothing but love to pass on. You know, you should know this by now, sir. So yeah, I I mean, I'm not I'm not here to tell you like you should be over the moon because of course you shouldn't. But just looking at the performance that Zach Levine had, even though you say, like you say, they needed it, it's the fact that he gave it. The man had 21 points in the first quarter. I mean, that that's a thing. That's really awesome. He was on fire and making the game look real easy and real simple. And I and I've been I've been waiting for this kind of performance from him since the season started because he's a guy that I just believe can be one of those guys who who we mentioned um, 
in the NBA as far as like premier scores. If if he wanted to be, he can be one of those guys, man. But it it was just really cool to see that tonight, thirty nine. Like John said, if he didn't have forty, he he would, you know, throw away the game and throw away everything. And he, he never got there. forty, right? And he didn't get Yo, forty. He, he got thirty nine. Thirty nine. Insane. Yeah, thirty nine. What thirty nine? Six he had and five. Twenty one in the first quarter. Three, he didn't get forty. Less steals. points in the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter than he did in the first quarter. Correct. I mean, what did what did Jalen Brunson have in the first quarter? He had like nine or he had twelve, I think. Yeah, only twelve. Yeah, because his season. No, uh, maybe. I thought he had more than that. In the, I think it's in the first. If we're going by quarter, he did. Yeah, I'm just asking the first quarter. That's I what think, I'm I think like That's twelve, but like his season average is nine. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he had. I mean, he had a great game because he had he had what thirty one. Thirty one. He had a great homecoming game and stuff, but. Yeah, I like Zach Levine and, and what he did tonight just as far as, you know, being that scorer and just showing out. And I liked what Kobe White did in the second half um, when he just started scoring. I mean, he had seven rebounds and four assists, but his stuff becomes more magnified what he does wrong when he doesn't put the ball in the bucket. So when he starts putting the ball in the bucket, you start saying, oh, okay, I, I see why you're out there. I see why you're performing. Because when he's not doing that, you're like, why are you existing <laughs> it's like, why are you doing things? But when he scores, you're like, okay, bet. I see your reasoning, and I like that. So I like the fact of what he did out there. Alder Porter Jr., another solid game with 15 and 7. But, of course, guys, I mean, since 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 Will touched on it yesterday here, since he wanted to call us out, the man Daniel Gafford, sir. Can we talk about Daniel Gafford just for one second and how he looked tonight? And just looking at the numbers, I mean, Wendell, you know, 7.7 rebounds. In 23 minutes, that's awesome. But, you know, Gafford in 19 minutes dropping 12 points, you know what I'm saying, three rebounds, you know, 100% from the field, didn't miss from the free throw line, and caused havoc. And that's the point I like about him. He causes havoc when he's in the game. Teams have to rotate to him. Teams were fouling him immediately as soon as he got the ball on pick and rolls or when he got an offensive rebound. He was slapped across the face immediately. You saw Boban hit him across the face immediately when he got that ball, man. He's that kind of physical stuff. I think that they are lacking and they need when Daniel Gafford has to come into the game. So awesome game by Gafford, awesome game by Kobe, incredible game by Zach. I think it is interesting, and we kind of pointed out um, when we saw Thad in there at the five, Donovan, you know, we have all this conversation about, like, Gafford, Wendell, Wendell, Gafford. Billy Donovan closed with Thad Young at the five. Right. Like, <laughs> I've, you know, Bulls fans are arguing between themselves. You know, like our buddies that run that Bulls Talk Twitter account, you know, the morning after the Gafford game posted that, uh, you know, poll on Twitter. And it was like, who should the Bulls start, Gafford or uh, or Wendell? Wendell won it fairly handily, I think, somewhere between 60 and 70%. But just the, just the replies showed you how strongly and differently – the fans of this team feel about Wendell and Gafford. It's wild. Wendell, if you if you like Wendell, you're a Republican, and if you like, <laughs> because like all we're saying is give it a shot. That's all we're saying, and you're saying no, don't. <laughs> you're a Republican. I, like, it's like the Green New Deal. No, like there's no other like solution. You're just saying no. That is a terrible outlook. We're just saying try yeah. it. We could be wrong. If we're wrong, we'll say it. Oh, and this is the seat. Like, like he's saying, like, what, what, three and four. Like, what are we trying to do this season? You know, it's not like this is going to make or break us getting to the playoffs or making a playoff run. Yes. 
you know, and stuff like that. So we're just trying to figure out who can play, you know, who works. This is why Laurie was playing center with the second unit because we're trying to figure out if it works. You know, we're just trying stuff. You know, this is why, like you said, this is why Thad Young is out there at the five in the fourth quarter. Just trying to see if it works. Let's see, let's try it out. Just throw it against the wall, see if it sticks. Why can't you do this? Doesn't same it thing? feel like Thad and Otto are gone? Yeah. That they will get picks for them. I think um, you know, the new front office and, and Donovan and his staff will implore those guys to be you know, stand-up vets and teach these young kids as much as they can through the first portion of the season. And uh, even if the Bulls don't end up keeping all these younger core pieces that we're talking about, but then when, you know, we're, we're getting closer to deadline, I would be surprised to not hear both of those names being floated around because they can both contribute to playoff bound teams. And they like, AK's got to flip this roster anyway. Yeah. It's going to have uh, Marlon. Marlon says, can we agree to stop arguing over who is the most okay of, of Gafford and Wendell Carter Jr. I love um, not that Matt says neither Wendell Carter Jr. or Gafford are a point guard, which is a bigger need I love right it. now. I love I, I agree with you. We're arguing who's the better C student. That's all it is. But we also think <laughs> this C student would do better in this class. That's it. That's it. Like we, we saw him, we saw him build something. You know what I mean? Like you're in shop class, and you know, after he built the clock you were supposed to build, he went and built a birdhouse. And we're like, dude, we never even told you to build that birdhouse. Why did you do that? He's like, well, I just Why are like people it. like saying, so hold it, God? Like, I, I don't get this. How? how it's, yeah. it's only a debate because there's half the people are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a debate. Yeah. Because I, I honestly, John, I really want to know what they're seeing that I'm not seeing. Like, it's a, to have that staunch and strong of an opinion to be like, no. No way. They, they think it, do- they think it means if you start, you're the better player, and that they have a fun. That's not what it means. I mean, the better player can come off the bench, right? Yeah. Case in point: Patrick Williams, Otto Porter Jr. Like I know we're high on Patrick Williams. Thank you. But who's the better player right now? It's Otto. He's coming off the bench. Yes. It's about fit. About that fit, man. It's about that fit, and he, but again, because we talked about Auto coming off the bench in the preseason and just how comfortable he is, you know, mentally with it, you know, because he's like, well, I don't have to pass the ball out here. I, I'm the main guy. I can score. You know, I leave that pass in the saddle. You know what I'm saying? Saddle can, you know, set everything up. I know when I get the ball, I'm gonna, you know, be scoring. So when they, he was putting to into the starting lineup, he already was, you know, ready to go. He was like, cool. You know, I know it's temporary. Because <laughs> because I know my guy comes back, I'm on my way back to the bench, and I'm taking these shots, man. So he's actually been consistent, and which is something that was lacking for him last year. Like he's consistently, he will consistently give you at least you know 14 and seven and something like that. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I wanted, you know, from you because he would have stretches, and I know you guys remember you have stretches where he would have that incredible game. And then you would forget he's even on the court. Like he would just not want to play and not want to do anything. So I like the fact that he he's leveling off. I don't know if it's the fact that it's you know a, a contract year and he knows he's not he's got to get paid again or whatever. But I just like the fact that it's, he's been even kill. Guys, did you see how many points Steph had? Yeah, he dropped the first fifty burger of the season. Fifty three points. 
points, mm-hmm. two assists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love that's it. Crazy. Because they, they were talking crazy about him. They were talking crazy about Steph. And that's why I liked it so much, man. No, you ain't the best. And you I ain't nothing. Okay. Yeah. Who started all that? All that Steph talk on Twitter? I don't know, man. Troll. But it got back to him. But <laughs> the amount of people who disrespect Steph and think he's nothing special, yeah. it's it's crazy to me. Oh, well, you know, he doesn't have a system now. He guys on the rail. Now he can't get his shot off. Why? Are, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Stop it, dog. Cut it out. I don't understand it. I don't understand We're it. We're all watching a different game because of that dude. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. Um, not that Matt said Billy must want to stretch five. Gafford ain't that. Hence why Lowry and Thad have gotten minutes at the five. Um, yes, having stretch fives is useful. Um, I, <laughs> I just think it's also that neither of the Bulls' true center options right now are great. And also, and also the Mavs were running small too. That's why Thad was in there. Like, like yeah. Maxi Kleber was the center at the end of the game. So yeah. like that's doing yeah. matchups. But like we say, stretch. You have to be able to stretch. Like Wendell's yeah. not a stretch. In theory, he is. Yeah, he, I mean, passer. <laughs> I mean, come on! If Billy Donovan wants to stretch five that badly, why haven't we seen more Luke Cornett minutes, you guys? Oh, uh, <laughs> answer if you want to stretch uh, five is Lowry at the five and have Patrick Williams and Otto out there. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Williams is your physical big. Yeah. Done. I'm mm-hmm. honestly, I think the lineup that I have liked the most that we've seen was Sato Temple, Hutch or uh, Patrick, Otto and Lowry. So yeah, that second unit lineup when they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when we had our pieces available, mm-hmm. um, I just <laughs> stretch. Uh, Marlon said if we had a legit pick and roll guard, Gafford would definitely be the better choice. But yeah, we can, you know, we don't. I, I mean, I, Big Dave, I get what you're saying about Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have an issue with it, though. Sure. Like, like you're saying, just, you know, let him get out there and get a little bit heated up. And we saw him drop some butt. You know, like he sank, I think, three of his four threes later in the game. Yeah. And, he, and he finished with 23, which was nice supporting work to Zach Levine's 39. Mm-hmm. But – and, like, hey, if Zach's feeling it and just comes into the game and tells his teammates, yo, like – I'm, I'm feeling the juices flowing tonight. Just give me the damn ball. Like that first quarter. I'm cool with that. Right. But we saw no actual offense being run mm-hmm. in the first quarter because Zach was cooking. And then when Kobe does try and take over as the primary ball handler at times, I don't know. Maybe it's still like too small a sample size, whatever. I just – I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm not that encouraged to say that – Kobe's the answer there long term. Yeah, and and I don't expect you to feel that way yet. Like like you said, you haven't seen it to say, all right, you know what? He's the one. He should do it. I'm saying what's wrong? The same reason with like, why not try Gafford at center? I'm like, why can't we give him time? I, that's it's it's the same thing to me. Like obviously, I see the skill that he has, and the skill that he has is better than what we have. I mean, at that position, like I like his skill set a little more just because it scores. And just because it rebounds and things like that. I like that. Teams have to account for him. And I think you need that out there, especially in today's game. I think you need that kind of stuff out there. So if you're giving him time to do something he's never done before, 
I think you're going to need a little more than seven games. So it's okay for me to let him take his time, take his lumps and make his mistakes. He did the same thing his rookie year, man. Like it was lump after lump after lump until he figured it out, like in the second half of the season. Then he's like, oh, okay. And it started clicking for him. It just takes time, man. Like some of these stuff takes time. And it might not work out. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? It might not work out. And you're like, okay, well, fine. Let's go back to Sato. Who cares? Like, doesn't matter. But it is nothing wrong. And I don't see anything why he shouldn't have that opportunity, man. I feel like he's earned that. Um, here's an interesting conversation, guys. So Luke said Denzel Valentine and Garrett Temple look like different evolutions of the same Pokemon. Uh, right. That's a, a hilarious way to phrase it. Because you, you know, we were talking about how we get them confused when we're looking at them on the court. Because they, so it got me thinking. Like, can you guys think of anybody else who, like, NBA players who look related but Max aren't? Cleaver has to wear a shirt that says "I'm not Luca." Sometimes <laughs> he has a shirt that he wears when he travels that says "I'm not Luca." Stop talking. Like, don't you don't want to talk to? I'm not the person you want to talk to. <laughs> so that. Oh man, dude. Wow. That, that has <laughs> happened. I think that um there's a guy who looks like Carl Anthony Towns. Who the guy a guy he's on the Pelicans. Hold on. He looks like small oh, he, he looks like Carl Anthony Village. Like <laughs> he looks like a smaller version of Carl Anthony Towns. What's his name? What is wrong with you? Carl Anthony Township is what you got to call it. Yes, there it is. Uh, <laughs> who is it? That's awesome. Oh, my God. I used to uh, get Willie Colley Stein and JaVale McGee confused, and not because they look alike, but just because they're tall dudes who have strange names. Yep. Uh, whoa, I didn't realize that Wendell Carter Jr. shooting was 25% from the field uh, until Evan Davis just said that. Wow. Uh, yep. Turns out two of eight. I'm not a mathematician, but that does reduce to one out of four, which is 25%. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough. (laughs) That's going to be a no for me, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like how much of this also like seeing him out there and seeing Kobe out there. Are, are, do you still like kind of have in your heart, like, you know what, I'm gonna let Billy Donovan give him time, you know, cause I'm going to go ahead and trust what he's doing out there and what he's seen. Do you, do you, still kind of feel that way? I mean, yes. Kind of like what we were talking about after, you know, the blowout loss to the Bucks. Like, I I am giving Billy Donovan this year to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Experiment-wise, rotation-wise. And, you know, if, if AK and Eversley are maybe kind of whispering in Donovan's ear, make sure you put a good amount of your efforts coaching this season into X player, into Y player, into Z player, because they already kind of have a sense of who they want to keep and who they want to trade. Then let Billy do what he thinks is in the best interest of those players to get better. If they're going to stay here and be on board. Uh, Colin says, uh, Matt making math, math peck. (laughs) Hey man. I like it. I scraped by. Mostly with help from my friends and my dad, because I am not a math person. Math is, uh, math is a Ponzi scheme. Ken Rich Williams, that's his name. He looks like, but he's on the same team. Garrett Temple and Denzel being on the same oh. team is very confusing. Yeah, you guys, Cam just pointed out that Luca has more career yeah. rebounds than yeah, Wendell, and they were both in the same yeah. draft class. Are, is that written? Yeah, like, bad really? lot. 
Yeah, and wow. you know, like I read that, and as I read it, I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's, That's not so surprising." Wow. Guys, but it's kind of gross. That's real crazy. Though. In mass franchise, he is tied for first in leading a game in points, rebounds, and assists at thirty-eight times. That's happened so far. Dirk is first. He played for twenty-one seasons. Right. <laughs> Lucas played for two seasons in five games, and he's already yeah. tied for first. Does it worry you, Lucas? Terrible shooting from no. three-point line. I mean, it's like sixteen percent. Like that would worry you at all. He's he's a star. He he's the showstopper. He's Shawn Michaels. It don't matter. He's he wrestles four times a a year, and they're all. I don't care. He's 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 Mister <laughs> Big Shot, dude. Like he he'll he'll miss everything. Then he'll hit that shot in the playoffs. Like I I he's I do not care. I, so do you feel differently about that? because he's a superstar on your team versus say how you feel as a general NBA fan about Ben Simmons and how people view I'm him as of, a star and that being a whole of this game. I kind of am a Ben Simmons apologist. Cause it's like, it, why isn't this a cool thing that he doesn't shoot three? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like if everyone's doing like he does, he, if you can affect the game in a different, in the same way, Russell Westbrook can affect the game in a different way. Like your job is to win games and there's not one way to win a game. And I, I balk at the chance that, uh, at the suggestion that you have to be able to do something like Dennis Rodman got zero points and 20 rebounds. Right. And we love him for it. Mm-hmm. Like that's interesting to me. And I don't think, I think Lucas can hit big shots. I don't think Ben Simmons can, but I also think like, mm. I love the way Ben Simmons plays and you can't love that. He is six ten and can rebound and do these assists. You have to take everything. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't, you can't pick and choose what you like about him. It's weird that he didn't attempt a shot. That's the weirdest thing about Ben Simmons is that he went two years without attempting one. Like mm-hmm. shot clock was down and he didn't have to throw it up. That's the weirdest part to me. Less less that he yeah. shoots that, that he doesn't shoot, unless that he never even attempted one. But I don't, how do you feel? I, I just I think I think there's different ways to win, and I think it's I make, it makes the game interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, personally, I if I were you, I I wouldn't I care, care either. It's like, you know, I, I was harping on Chris Dunn's inability to hit a three to save his life last year because he was like a starting point guard that our fan base was like, you know, we got it. Oh, his defense so valuable. We got to keep him. And I'm like, guys, everything here sucks. And, and, and we're talking about, oh, Chris Dunn, so valued, shooting 19% two-thirds of the way through the season. That's like that's when not being able yeah. to knock down a three is – Focus to me, mm. not when it's like, oh yeah, I'm an MVP yeah. candidate, and the one flaw that I have is I'm not. Yeah, a and I think he's shooter. a three-point shooter. Like I, I think, like if he he could, he could go 0 for 80 in last the last shot of the game, who do you want to shoot it? You want Lucas? Uh, yeah, <laughs> guys, guess what? Weren't we watching that Mavs game together in the bubble when Luca hit that? We were not. Beater? I was I was at my in-laws in the in Pennsylvania, and I I lost I lost okay. my, but. I'm, I feel like maybe I mean, you you and I were watching it together, Dave. We were probably watching it, yeah. I think we but, were Yeah, it's like, okay, playoff game, crunch time, seconds, winding off the clock. Who do you want shooting that three? Oh, yeah, it's Luca. The, yeah. Exactly. It, he had a percentage are thrown out the window with him. But, like, it, can he improve upon it? Sure. <laughs> but he okay. Yeah, I was asking if there was a worry. Look, no, about, I don't worry about that. I cannot worry about him. 
Okay, we got too much. Enough. If I'm worried about Luka Doncic in this world, then I have that's a luxury. Like, <laughs> uh, Colin, Colin asked you, John, uh, who is the next Dirk as of right now? Wow. I mean, I think it's you have to look at it like who's a unicorn and changes the position and like that. I, no, like not just like a big shooter, tall guy. Like I look at it as someone who's like, who did something different. And I think I, I you could make the argument Ben Simmons is <laughs> like you could, uh, in terms of like big guy who can shoot. It's like probably Karanthi towns, right? Mm. Like, yeah. uh, okay. I can kind of I, I think it's the smoothness that of Dirk that I'm seeing, but okay, I, I can see that. I can see that. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say that you know the and then also the similarities of you know kind of known for being a little soft on the defensive end. Yeah. Um, he he was like, compared to like Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like he wasn't any like he was like just as like Chris Webber was marginally a better defender. <laughs> um. Cam said, when Boban had six and five in five minutes, I asked myself, should we put in Cornette, this team, SMH? Put it, like, what, to, to put in a blender and offer to Boban as protein oh, gel? There's no comparison <laughs> there. So Boban needs snack. <laughs> Give me Luke. He is. How did he not play more? I don't, I don't get it. it. I don't know enough about basketball because whenever he's in, it's awesome, and he never plays. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I, I really don't know enough about basketball. So, John, speaking from a minute ago about you and your hate for Portland yes. and the Blazers, that game just went final. Steph Curry finishes with a career-high 62. <laughs> Outscores Dame and CJ combined 62-60. to 60, And the Warriors beat Portland. Well, you know the other outsiders going to have stuff to talk about tonight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, I love it, man, because Steph, they don't understand the goon in Steph. People mm-hmm. act like, you they, you know, just because he's a nice guy, you know what I mean? He's got the wife, you know, plays golf all the time. He's just real cool, real smooth. Oh, no, nah, you know, he's not going to – we can say anything we want to him. That dude's a killer, period. That dude is a killer, man. Oh. And then you're like, but he's a top three point guard all time. And they're like, oh, yeah, most Steph. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like – but he's like he's probably top three point guard of all time they're like oh yeah yeah definitely <laughs> like it's not even a question the greatest shooter ever like that i've ever seen in my life i don't even know why that's an argument like people still try to argue that a little bit and i'm like why is this an argument like it's not an argument 63 hell yeah <laughs> It's not an argument when when the when the whole league changes because of you. Like it's not a it's not an argument, dog. Like you are the best shooter ever. Period. Right. That's it. That's it. Like when you're a player who my favorite thing about Steph is the compiled highlight reels that people have made and put on YouTube or whatever they put them on Twitter of him chucking up a shot and turning around and running back the other way before the ball it's, even goes through the hoop. Yes. Who does that? Yeah. And, and, and like when other people do that, like Swaggy P, we make fun of him because he misses. Or J.R. Smith does that, and we make fun of him because he misses. Steph does that, and then sometimes even adds in a little stare at the opponent's bench, and then just jogs back the other way. And Matt, it's, it's like it's, Chuck, 
jog. <laughs> but it's, and, and people are like, yeah, he's not that good. Like, fuck off. <laughs> it's it's a compilation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's a compilation. Well, like, yeah, like, it's not time. like he did that one or two times. Right. He has done that dozens of times. <laughs> in playoff games, in games that mattered, like he did yeah. that. The man pulled up from basically half court for a game-winning shot, and it was no hesitation. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's what you shot you're supposed to take. Of the bang, bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. It's only happened Double three bang. times, right? I, I would think so. Um, Luke said Denzel Valentine does that. He's built different. Um, I'm hoping that that's either a joke from Luke and not – Fred under disguise oh and a God. pseudonym. He loves him so much. It's the best. Let's oh. check in on Denzel's stat line tonight. Pretty good, though. Check out. You did this to yourself. 16 minutes, two of four from the field. All four of his attempts from behind the three-point line. Uh, four rebounds, one assist, one steal. Six points. Awesome. <laughs> Great. My God. Uh, Cam said uh, – Cam said, who would be the best non-superstar player that would give us a chance to be a Great playoff question. team? Zach Levine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I understand. The, that's a great question, actually. Uh, man. Best non-superstar. I mean, I guess that depends on your definition Julius of Rand- superstar. Julius Randle. Yeah, someone like that, like right? Like, like someone who like, can just fill it up. He's like, I'm thinking, like, can you add an all-star to this team, an all-star who you don't consider to be a superstar? Because I think those are two oh, different I'm teams. An all-star superstar. If you're an all-star superstar, to me, in terms of oh, if really? You can add anyone? Because there, you know, there's East and Western Conference. There's five starters and you know, however many reserves. There's technically like what 24 all-stars every year. We have zero. Well, yeah. <laughs> But I'm saying of that 24, I wouldn't call oh, I agree. all of You're, them I agree, superstars. I'm, I, 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 all star reserves are not superstars. Can, They're we can, all stars. But, so, but he's asking who can we get this season. Right. Oh, realistically, none of them. So that's none of them right that, that's now. what I'm thinking of like a non-all star because realistically we can't get these any all stars. So we have to, I think the question is more like who's good that is undervalued. Here's some names coming in. Uh, Rubio. Uh, Marlon says God, Mike Conley. This is so Kyle Lowry. Uh, Buddy Heald. Uh, Aaron no. Gordon is a name. Has been named. I don't want Aaron Gordon at all. Honestly, I don't. I don't want Aaron Gordon. And I think he's okay, but I just I don't want Aaron Gordon. Though. John John Collins. Yeah. John Collins. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I'll uh, take John. Well, uh, gentlemen, before we wrap up, looking ahead to the Blazers we have on deck on Tuesday. And, ooh, goody for us, a 9.30 Central Time tip-off. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, we just saw them lose to the Warriors and get uh, trounced by Steph 62 points. What What are you guys looking for in this game, maybe a particular matchup. What do you think the Bulls need to do to beat this Portland team that's three of three on the year so far? Oh, what they need to do? I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I the thing that jumps out obviously with this Bulls team we've watched for seven games. When you think of Dame and CJ, and you think of the Bulls' perimeter defense, perimeter defense. 
it doesn't seem like it's going to go well. Yeah, and no, no players will still be out. I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to go well. It's not. I don't expect it to go well. And coming off the performance, like you just said, of Steph dropping sixty two, Dame is mm-hmm. going to be angry. And, and I think he's, he's coming. He's going to take it on so, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Uh, Marlon just said Dave is going to be pissed off because he got roasted. Kobe's in trouble. Yeah. I can see that, Marlon. <laughs> like I can see it, man. Because CJ McCullough already went off on us once. Like I remember that game. Like he he went insane against the Bulls. Man. So now it's Dame's turn. Now it's Dame's turn to come in and do it. Or maybe it's the Mellow Revenge game because he's you know man. He's legendary Bull. You know? <laughs> yeah, legendary number one should have been. <sighs> I'm excited. <laughs> well, at least we, at least we get a day off before we hey, have guys, to watch that. You have, the Be Bulls excited. have more wins than the Mavs. There you go. Have some, like look at your look at look at John Sabine's face right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a man who is happy right now about his team but and I where it gonna, stands. I also right? think it's going to work out. <laughs> Yeah, 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 right. Some a little you're going to be okay, but, but you're Bulls, not happy. It's not as bad as you think. You have more wins than that. If Luca played tonight, you guys win by fifteen or twenty. Yeah, easily. <laughs> but, but you guys, have, but the Bulls have more wins than the Mavs right now, and that's something we, we should celebrate. I'm going to celebrate it. That, that's like those people who made all those Aaron Rodgers versus Mitch Trubisky graphics with oh. some stats leading up to this game. Like, you're right. Oh. Let's maybe not hit on Mitch so much. Right. Looky here. And then, right. wow. Well, gracious. <laughs> what we all knew was going to happen, happened. We appreciate your great. Matt, I mean, John, did you reminisce on last year when we all met day. Luca while you were kind of watching and this game? How it happened the week before COVID killed everything. Just the timing of it. We, we, and the, yeah. I think it was like the, a Monday night and Friday. They were like, no more, no more press. It was like that week. We got, right. It was so lucky. It was, yeah, it was like two – I think you're right. It was two, two games, games later. later. And I, I think we got so lucky. And I also think, like, I think there's a curse now. I don't think the Mavs win in Chicago ever again. Because I of your picture? Because – I think I have something to do. <laughs> now, I don't want to be – like it's about me, but, yeah. No. I just, I just think it's tough <laughs> to play. The Mavs have trouble here. Uh, Luke says – Hi, I'm John Sabine. My franchise has the best talent since LeBron. <laughs> I continue to torture myself by watching the series. You oh. poor thing. Let me get back to watching summer league highlights of Jack Cooley oh my God. and Doug McDermott. <laughs> Basically, say, I chill give out. him a tip. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Um, Colin said Trubisky is a pube. Just a pube hair stash with a human body. Um, yeah, and Chris saying we still don't know what to make of this sports Sunday. The Bears in the playoffs, the Bulls win, and I don't feel good about any of it. Ain't that wild? Like nobody feels good. About- That's so wild, though. Like it's nobody- Stockholm syndrome. That's what it is. Man, dude, your team's in the playoffs yep. and the Bulls win. Yeah, Matt, Matt, feel what do you say? You feel hollow inside. Yeah, the Bears made the playoffs. <laughs> And the Bulls won tonight. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good idea. Like, for real. All right, guys. All right. I, I'm going to put myself in bed. All right, let's do this. Gentlemen, we'll see you Tuesday for uh, fourth quarter and a quick post game. For Big Dave and John, I'm Matt. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Let's-